Hi, I'm Shamar Griffith, codename Comic Shams. And I am Andrew Tejada, codename Arate. We love DC animation. So here's something we enjoy in this bonus episode of... Yeah, another DC animated podcast, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hey, this is Andrew Tejada, codename Arate. So when you talk about moments in DC movies that made me love DC animated movies, the first thing I think of respect to Batman Under the Red Hood. And I'm not going to get into a whole summary. We have a whole episode to do that. But just in case, to catch you up, Batman Under the Red Hood is all about Batman loses Jason Todd, his Robin, Years later, Red Hood appears and starts combing through Gotham's criminal underworld by basically taking it over instead and organizing crime. He is the greatest organizer of crime there ever was. Throughout the course of it, there are hints from Batman that this is Jason. He was brought back from the Lazarus pit. He was dead, but he is back. But something inside of him is different. But there's also this question of, is there something different? Did bringing him back even really affect him mentally? Or was this the person that Jason Todd was always destined to become by working with Batman? Was he always going to be this vigilante who's willing to go the step that Batman isn't? That's a question that hangs over everything. But it all builds up to the climactic scene where Red Hood... Joker and Batman are in a room. Red Hood has Joker at gunpoint. Batman's there too. And instead of shooting the Joker, the one who killed him the first time, Jason tosses the gun to Batman. And he says he wants him to do it. He wants him to kill the Joker. And when Batman naturally refuses, because Batman's not that kind of guy... Jason Todd hits him with this great monologue where he says, all the people who died because you let him live, think about that. They're on your head. And Batman tries to deflect, tries to defend, but he, Jason breaks it down and he says, look, you, I understand not killing the penguin, the scarecrow, Tusk, I don't care about any of those guys, but why couldn't you kill Joker? Kill Joker. Kill Joker because he was the one that took me away from you. He separated you from your son, Bruce. But you can't do that. You can't cross the line. And when asked why he can't do this, would it be too hard? And he says, no, it'd be too damn easy. If he crosses that line, he'll never go back. And this scene, what I love so much about it, is it doesn't frame Batman as correct. And it's weird. It's not saying here that killing is wrong. Killing is morally wrong. That's not what they're trying to say with this scene. What this scene is saying is there are different ways and different methods to stopping crime. Obviously, Red Hood as a violent take on it. Batman's take is more re- rehabilitative. He takes villains to Arkham because he truly believes 
in his heart of hearts that one day they can be rehabilitated. One day they can contribute to society with the skills they have. He genuinely believes that. And he believes that taking that life, taking that away, there's no way you can stop doing that. That becomes your approach for everything. And then you can't save people. You can't redeem people. And Red Hood says no. If someone steps out of line, kill them. Do not give them the chance to become Joker, to cause misery, to separate a son from his father. And that's the principal argument between these two of they're speaking to each other. Jason is saying, if you can't do it, I have to kill you. Because if my approach is to kill anyone who is a danger to Gotham, that includes Batman for letting these people live. And Batman is in there saying, I have to give people a second chance. Because if I don't, I can't give you a second chance, son. Under this crazy, twisted comic book plot is a father and a son who have different views on justice and how it should be enacted. And they they fight about it. They bicker about the methods. But at the end of the day, the movie does not present one frame as right. Because even in the final scene after that, where Batman manages to save Red Hood, save Jason, save his son this time from an explosion, but also to save the Joker. It's not framing as a good thing. This isn't a triumph that the Joker is still there laughing, that he still gets to do this again. It's not a triumph. But neither would it have been to let him die. So what Under the Red Hood made me love about DC animated movies is that you tell stories about these characters and sometimes gods among men who are given this tremendous power and they have so many ways and opportunities in which they could use it but they choose to use it in a specific way to them according to their code if you had someone with batman skills that was like a wonder woman gotham would not have any crime or any people left in it (laughs) What DC does so well is take a character's philosophy, be it Batman's, be it Superman's, be it Wonder Woman's, and have that inform how they use their powers. It starts from there. It starts from their philosophy. From their philosophy becomes the costume, the idea, how they approach crime, how they're seen in the world. If they're seen as this dark, shadowy figure, are they seen as this shining hero? this beacon of hope, starting with the philosophy and building out. And that's what DC animated movies do. And even though there have been a lot of Batman movies, to be fair, you can see that. You can see that reflected in even Lego Batman, (laughs) of the philosophy in Lego Batman of his, that loss of his parents in the alley informing him, I won't ever lose someone. So, as a result, I won't gain anyone into my life. I'll keep everyone at at an arm's distance. And that's the character's central flaw that he has to overcome. He has to grapple with his philosophy and learn how to expand it so that it includes more family. So, you can see the groundwork for philosophy leading character, leading action, forming the story, and forming a conflict 
that can't be won by someone going to Arkham, by a, a Batarang throne, by a crazy kick from Batman. No. These conflicts are more complex. They ask more. They ask their heroes to sacrifice more. That is why I love DC animated movies, because above all else, it's not just the story of a character. It's the story of an idea. And what happens when it clashes against an idea that is not compatible? Can they combine? Can they rise together like Superman and Batman, differing philosophies, but both find the fundamental similarities that allow them to work together and save the world? Or do the ideas stand across from each other? A loaded gun against a batarang, fighting for the life of someone who doesn't care about either of their lives, who to everything is a joke. What conflict will you get when you open up a DC movie and explore these characters and dive into their world? That's the exciting thing. That's what keeps me coming back. Even when the movies are the best, I know at the heart I'm seeing ideas fight. And whether those ideas are sustaining enough for a story is up for you to decide. But I know Under the Red Hood always made me think, is there ever a right choice? Or is it just a choice that's right for us? Thanks for listening to me rave over a scene. There's so many more. So if you want to hear more of these from me and Comic Shams, let us know. And we'd love to come back and do more of these because it's just so fun to talk about scenes that really inspired us in DC animated movies, TV as well. Not leaving out Static. Not leaving out Young Justice or Teen Titans. Trust me. But yeah, let us know if you like this format and we'll keep coming back and doing it. Thanks. And always remember, if your young sidekick blows up in an explosion, call up your friend who can bring people back from the dead and make sure they ain't doing nothing suspicious on the side. All right? It happens. Ask Batman. He knows. Thanks again for listening. Yet another DC animated podcast is a proud part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. If you liked what you heard, leave a review and share us with a friend. Also be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts and on social media at YADC Animated Pod. 